And welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Jeff. Oh, and I'm Anvil, and we're here to talk about a lot. I don't know if we can talk about all. Well, we're going to try to hit me. I think I'd freak out our new podcast yeah. unless we dropped like a 30-hour podcast in their lab. Yep. Probably freak us out, too. I got all the time in the world, but you, you probably have to call in sick somewhere. Podcast, yeah, hang out. So, yeah. Anyways, we're just gonna stick with normal, maybe hour, maybe two. Depends on how much paranormal slash alien slash Trump slash what the fuck's going on outside the United States. Well, I get into. I just posted tonight, literally two minutes before we started the show, before you walked in my door. I posted on Facebook. Apparently, the the whistleblower is a registered Democrat and has worked on a high-profile elected Democrat uh, staff before. Um, so, again, as I called it, oh. this is a inside job. It's going to come out that way. Okay, so we're going to hit the fan. Yeah, so we're, we're going to start out with this. That's fine. So, I stopped caring about a week ago about the whole thing. Did he or did he not turn over the transcripts of the conversation? I'm he did, as soon as they asked for it. He turned it over. So, somewhere, somewhere in Washington, on the internet, there's an actual transcript of what yes. he talked about. Mm-hmm. So, what's one more person? I don't, I don't understand what the additional whistleblower is bringing in. See, that's what I because I stopped caring about this last. Well, week. they heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. I get it. They it's, were. It's a bad journey song. The, I get that. Yeah. No. No. Exactly. It's, no. But it's, I know it's a funny. But it's. Ariel Speedway, but I, oh, it's well, difference. no, it's not the same thing. It's completely different fucking bands. But anyway, it's the the whistleblower didn't even have direct knowledge of the conversation. They heard it from someone else, and that's sort where of the parody comes in. They heard it, and that person heard it from right, someone else. Right, right. So this is where we got to where we are today with this transcript being released. Blah blah blah. Um, now, to to give a little. Feedback on this, you know, I, I do research and you know, I, I've been Which on, is why I've worked around. on presidential campaigns before, so I have an idea how things work in the Congress and the Senate. Now, here's a funny thing about this so the Democrats, since in, in Congress, okay, they, in the House, obviously, they um, they are the majority party right now, mm-hmm. so what that gives them is subpoena powers, mm-hmm. okay, over shit, so they can subpoena anybody they fucking want right now and have them come up to Capitol Hill mm-hmm. and testify on this shit. All right, the Republicans. Are limited to what they can ask, okay, and they can't subpoena anybody because there's no official, you know, vote scheduled. Once an official vote gets scheduled, then Republicans get the same power of subpoena as the Democrats have. So the Democrats don't want that because the first thing the Republicans are going to do, they're going to drag Joe Biden up in the fucking. It's exactly the first thing they're going to do. And the Democrats aren't stupid; they know that, and they know Elizabeth Warren can't win. She can't win. They know that. She can't carry, you know, she can't carry 30 states. They know that. She should maybe carry 15, but that's it. Okay, so they know that there's no way she can win. Everything is banking on Joe Biden from the Democrats. Oh, God, yes. Okay, so they're going to drag this process out as long as they possibly can. They're probably going to February before a possible vote comes up. Okay, so... That's why Trump's saying, oh, I dare you. Come on, let's do it right now. I dare you. Bring it on. Because he knows. He's not stupid. 
Obviously, the man's incredibly intelligent. People hate hearing that, but he is. Sorry. He's not a dummy. I hate to tell you, or he wouldn't be where he is. Okay? So he's begging them because he knows. He knows. He's not. And what sucks for... What sucks for Trump is he knows he'd rather have Joe Biden as an opponent. He knows he'll beat the hell out of uh, you know, dumb, you know, what's her name, uh, Pocahontas. Yeah. But Joe Biden will he, he, almost be a worse beating. <laughs> you know, be, you know, right. Ukraine is going to come up <coughs> in a debate with Biden, and the first thing Trump is going to look over at him and say, "So Joe, you know, they made a lot, of, you know, big headlines about my, you know, conversation with Ukrainian president." He goes, why don't you tell us about your son and all the secret dealings and you holding money back? I mean, you can just see. Game over. First debate. Done. One and done. That's all it's going to take. And the Democrats know this. So it's a big mess for them. I get that. I guess I'm just tired of it. Like, so much of this stuff, I'm just tired of it. Like, because the transcript's out there. And if I read the actual, if I read the actual transcript, Couldn't I just be like the third whistleblower? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> can, yeah. Can, I, can yeah. I do that? Can I say, oh, yeah. hey, oh, hey? <laughs> no, cause I'm just tired. I'm just tired of it. Whatever. So I thought maybe I missed something. That maybe there was nope, need to miss some anything. other smoking gun. No, like, no, no, like talk crap. Like if they played the recording backwards. He sold them uranium or some shit like six, that. Six, six. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, six, I don't know. Six, I just, like, if you read the transcript backwards. I like to kill babies. Six, six, six. Or if they translated <laughs> it into Lafayette, you know, Trump sold them the Brooklyn Bridge or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't right, know. Yeah. With a with a year supply of Trump steaks. Something. I don't know. And free right. tuition. Yeah. So, okay. okay. So, I didn't miss anything. Like I said, at some point, I just get tired to say... And then something major could happen. But you see the same things filtering up yet. So they got a second whistleblower. I may tweet tomorrow <laughs> that I am the third whistleblower. And I have I'm direct, my direct knowledge <laughs> since I read the transcript of what went on. And uh, let's start these impeachment hearings now. So anyway, so yeah. Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so we covered that. We're we covered good. that. Let's yeah, let's let's let's, let's, yeah, let's let's switch back out of politics for a minute. We've already spent the first seven minutes of the show on it. So, you you did things this weekend. I did things this weekend. Well, let's hear what you but, did. Well, it's going to take some time. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, go I first. Yeah. This weekend. Okay. So this weekend, and it wasn't masturbation, folks. Well, no. <laughs> Anyways, so this weekend. Uh, there was a gathering up in Onteanta, or Wananta, is how you spell it, O-N-E-O-N-T-A, and you and I were there two years ago, and it was the Sci-Fi Horror Fest up in Onteanta. Uh, They changed locations, they got into a bigger, not necessarily a bigger space, but it's a little more Visitor friend. That's why I met Ricky Steamboat Ricky Dragon. Steamboat. There wasn't there yeah. wasn't quite the uh, wrestling presence that there has been in the past years. Uh, the gentleman that allows you to staple gun his body parts for money was there. Oh wow, cool. We, well, we didn't. I saw him, but I didn't say anything to you until he left, and then you wanted to go back and staple staple nuts. the guy's sack for yeah. fifty bucks. <laughs> but anyways. Um, they're more focused on uh, the paranormal stuff and uh, author, author slash movie people, 
horror film type thing. So, um, Lonnie went up Saturday afternoon. It was, and again, it wasn't a big thing. You don't really need to spend all day there. You don't, don't need to spend all day there. But uh, did a nice job. And uh, Alani did a lot of interviewing for her podcast, The Phoenix Files. And uh, it was kind of interesting to see some of these folks and talk to them. Where they were, uh, the big celebrity that was up there when we were up there was uh, Courtney Gaines, who was in Children of the Corn and then a bunch of other B-type horror movie type things. Well, he was, he was nice enough. She didn't lie, sit down, talk to him for a little bit. Um, he had his multitude of photos out that he signed for you for 20 bucks. Or if you want to do a selfie with him, that'd be 10 bucks. Did you do a selfie? Um, I didn't. I was going to pay 10 bucks for so He had also had CDs. He's in some kind of alternate kind of band. So I didn't. I bought the CD, though, because I figured the CD, all right, fair, if I put the CD, it's... Someone's music, they put time in. Right, yeah. yeah but uh, usually when Align does interviews, I take pictures of her doing the interviews with the person and stuff. But I hesitated because I'm like, I don't want to click itself. I don't want to click a picture of this guy. Thought I'd go Lonnie, and then says, oh, that, that's 10 bucks. Right, and then you get 30 pictures. <laughs> so <laughs> so I kind of held off taking pictures. I took pictures of Lonnie with everyone else she interviewed. Yeah. Kind of held off on taking this guy's picture in right. interview. So, you know what? I'll buy the CD and then we'll kind of sneak the picture in. Yeah, right. It won't be a selfie with all three of us, just a picture of him and a lot of you know, mm-hmm. so He was okay with that. He was all right. It wasn't very good. Um, had a good time. Uh, got to see Dan Class, who owns the Hinsdale House. And uh, another gentleman has uh, Chris Sanders, who has Haunted Objects. And. Um, he had a table full of his haunted objects, a uh, Ouija board, a clown, and a little glass case. Did he sell them or did he can't sell them? Huh? Did you buy them? Uh, I don't think he was selling them. Well, see, there's no point in me well, doing it. Right? I know. I know. You, you like to buy things from you always like. Yes, sir. Um, he had a uh, uh, World War II Nazi helmet that uh, was supposed to be haunted. I almost bought one of those. I don't know what he did. Well, uh, it's funny. He was talking about the clown thing, and he uh, said he was at a show a few weeks back, and some guy... Uh, you know, big tough guy. Yeah, oh, that's not hard. Before I could stop him, open it up and was finger fucking the dial and stuff. He's like, I wish you hadn't done that, but too late now. So, you know, big sign, don't touch this stuff or yeah. whatever. So, funny part of the story is, guy gets home, finds his wife fucking his best friend. Get out of town. <laughs> so, Get out of town. They may not kill you. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You're not making this shit up. <coughs> no, in fact, it's on the interview with the line. Get out of town. I know Lonnie wow. about it. So, uh, so uh, yeah, it may not kill you. It may not put you out in a ditch. It may not make you hit a telephone wow. pole. But uh, you get home and your wife's banging <laughs> your best friend. Oh, so, that's uh, a bad day. That is too funny. Yeah, that's a real bad So, day. uh, that was kind of fun. Wow. And then uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up in 2020 that we... Uh, Got paperwork on. We might try to get to if I can time off of work, which is funny because I'm putting in for time off of work. I'm still not back yet from my leave. <laughs> I'm gonna get some time off. So I'm right. sure this is looking really hell. I don't know. Everything would be an indication that I plan on going back, but but whatever. Um, there's a Paracon up in Michigan or in Maine that's supposed to be uh, interesting. There's a, a couple down here locally or in Rochester that we're looking at. 
said that one time he got his brig in the summer. It's supposed to be fun to be at cattle. Yeah, cattle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were up at that this weekend, and it was interesting. We uh, we managed to squeeze in for one lecture. It was a it was a priest. He was a bishop. Um, he is not part of the Roman Catholic Church. It is the something Mexican, National Mexican Catholic Church. So it's like a... It's an offshoot. It's an offshoot. Uh, you must know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah well, what's... No, because it gets better. So he's part of the Mexican National Catholic Church. Right. Up in Canada. Oh, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, so... I guess I guess Canada can get their own offshoot. Canada. So they're just bringing the Mexicans <laughs> up there to run their Catholic church. Uh, nice guy. Um, probably probably agreed about fifty percent what he had to say. Uh, still brings a lot of religion into to his stuff, but kind of also recognizes he recognizes the other faiths, like you know Wiccan and things like that. In a, in a left-handed way. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I recognize that, but, you know, when you practice these beliefs, you're just opening the door for Satan. Satan? <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, uh, thank you, I guess. So, uh, you know, he uh, he comes in and he does exorcisms, and it's kind of a thing. But basically made it clear, you know, when I come in and do an exorcism, I'm coming in to clean up your mess. So if you call me for an exorcism, I'll come in and do it, but understand I'm cleaning up your mess because you dabbled in this and things. Thanks, Padre. <laughs> so um, so there's him. So he might be number two on the speed dial. I would still probably call Father Billy. Father Billy. Yeah. Father Billy. Oh, Billy Father Clark. Billy. Yeah. And uh, get his get his uh, ordained keister down here. Father Billy did a lot of help in keeping me out of trouble. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he did. No, he really did. <laughs> so... Uh, so that was interesting to the point that I initially was going to talk to him afterwards and just like, nah, because we'll just get to a fight. So I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, we won't talk to him. we got to leave anyways. But um, what I found interesting, and uh, we'll circle back to this a little bit later if we hear your story, but um, most of the people that were up there are, they're in the field with a low to moderate visibility. So, like, they don't have their own TV shows, although a couple of them have been on the shows, like, as a special guest, this, that, and the other thing. So it's not the high visible, it's not the Zach Baggins, it's not the Grant Wilson, it's not the Jason Hawes um, that are have their own TV shows and do this week in, week out, you know, whatever. Uh, what I found interesting is... Um, how the mainstream paranormal investigators, the ones that are out in the field doing the investigation without the publicity, are getting tired of the nonsense on reality TV. We'll come back to that. There's more to it than that. That's pretty much the weekend. Uh, like I said, my did a lot with their podcast. I got that taken care of. And then uh, just knew we were a day. So, how was your weekend? Oh, well, it was good Saturday. I, uh, the- Concrete out in front where the you know, big concrete slab is coming up to the steps was uh, broken off. Kids don't know how it happened, of course. 
So I, I got some uh, bonding material, I rebonded that, and then I went out to the, I, you know, put a garage roof on about four years ago, mm -hmm. metal roof, and uh, it leaks just a little bit, so I, I sealed up where I thought the leaks were, and then unfortunately, I noticed today I made the leak about ten times worse. So, that didn't work out too well, so I'm a little pissed about that. Um, I got some other little stuff done around the house, you know, and uh, um, uh, Sunday uh, we got to uh, watch a little football later in the day. But Sunday what we did was we went out to um, uh, her family members, uh, what we call them Red and V, but uh, uh, her mom's sister. Um, and they uh, are probably the closest to druids I think I've ever met in my life. Um, and and I, I'm a big, nice. you know, you know, I am a big, uh, oh God, my favorite character in like D&D is a druid, you know. Yeah, and, you're you not know, and, You know, and my, uh, you know, my, uh, my favorite character in books to have druids are always a druid, you know. Right. Always druid. So I, I'm very in, in tune mm -hmm. with that. And uh, so we got to their place, and it's basically a camper, right, on their own property, and they've redone the inside. It's awesome. I mean, just totally awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cozy, it's beautiful, and everything has a home, and it's just, you know, handmade bookshelves, and he's a, he's a woodworker, he's a carpenter, so he knows how to do all his crafts, you know. Uh, they have chickens and goats, and, you know, and they built everything, and they have a big wood shop he built, you know, and got all their plants and storage stuff, backup generator, and all the stuff in there. And by the way, this is way out in Oxford. All the stuff, um, prepare for the end of times, you know, right. these people got, they got this shit down. Um, and uh, so they took us out in the woods, and, uh, you know, and uh, he's the first real tracker. I'm, well, the second real tracker I've been in the woods with, and, you know, it's pointing out where an animal's dead and you just pick right up on the stuff and uh, they're showing us all these different mushrooms and different roots you could eat and you know and there's bags we're making tea out of this stuff and mushroom soup and you know there's other things that are and, you know I can't remember what the name is I should I did write it down I lost the paper but uh, we, these things that are like they they taste like clams but they grow on tree bark so you have all these things. I mean, mm -hmm. this is the stuff you, you I would never know. Right. You know, right. These people know this shit hand forward, forward and backward. And uh, uh, so anyway, and then, you know, talking with Red, uh, he, he is a very extremely intelligent man, very uh, salt-of-the-earth type of guy, but very open-minded. Uh, he hates human beings, you know, in general, like I do. Uh, so I totally get this guy. He hates crowds, which I do. Uh, you know, loves animals more, which I do. I you know, so just totally in sync. Uh, he, when he was younger, he's on, he's on a cane now. He's got a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. Um, but when he was younger, he was very into martial arts. He took all different types of martial arts. And I know he wasn't bullshitting because, you know, he, he has all these hand-carved uh, knives and hoods. He makes his own steel. He's a forger. He's a nice. forger, too. So this shit's awesome. You should see. I mean, like, I'm like, you should sell these. Like, on eBay or something. He goes, no, I'm interested in that. It's not what I'm about. <laughs> you know, he takes this. You know, he makes it. He makes it for himself. And this stuff's just beautiful. This is gorgeous. And the uh, hand-carved handles, you know, the wood. And just, mm -hmm. just gorgeous handful. And these things, the thumb holes, and you whip it around, and she's a nunchuck. So it's just, the guy knows what the fuck he's doing. There's no doubt about it. So we had a great conversation about martial arts, self-defense, all this other stuff. And uh, then he got to, um, you know, his UFO sighting. This is where I really wanted to go anyway. And uh, so he's telling me that right on the property, out front, you know, right at this tree about five years ago, uh, a big orb was over the tree. And he called his wife out, and she saw him too, and 
or kind of zigzagged around in the sky and then shot off. Um, just found to be a fascinating story. Uh, he's seen other orbs before in that area, uh, you know, different encounters and that kind of thing. So he's a very open-minded uh, fellow, um, very well-read. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, was just a, it was just a beautiful day to spend with both of them. Uh, just nice. Truly genuine, good people that you don't find anymore, you know, no, I you know, around and uh, totally self-sufficient um, for the most part. And uh, this is like sit up and I, I, you know, I was driving away from their place. I'm like, that's what I want to be in 10 years. You know, I'm thinking that's what I want in 10 years. <laughs> yep. So the past couple of days, you know, yesterday and today, I've been thinking about how can I achieve being there in 10 years? So I've, I've worked out a plan. I've got a plan. Nice. So... The other plan is, I basically own this, right? Yeah. I got a small, like, equity loan. It was a tiny little thing. Right. Paid off in a few years. So, <coughs> I had to finish fixing it up, right? Super Camaro's going down the floor. I get it totally redone like I want. So, I spent about 14 grand on that. Bring it back. Drive it around for the next eight, nine years after it's done, right? And then, whoosh, off it goes for sale, you know? So, by that time, A, the car will be completely 100% done. Um, the value's going to go way up, you know. Um, so I'm going to be looking to get the 30000 35000 out of the car, right? Plus, my house will be completely done for mm-hmm. the most part and won't owe anything on it. So I can sell it and hopefully get 75 80 grand out of that. No reason. Yep. So done with that, right? And I'm on it. I'm getting out. I'm going to stay, you know, I'd, I'd like to stay in New York. Tag, we'll see what I can do for taxes. But I'm going to buy a piece of property. You know, like, you know, to auction. You mm-hmm. know, so we fell behind on taxes. I'm going to grab something like that. Hopefully I can find someone with a well already. If not, I'll dig one. I don't give a fuck. I have one dog, you know, and uh, hook up the electric. And I'm going to do what they did. I'm going to buy a big-ass camper. I'm going to build an enclosure around it and insulate the goddamn thing. And we do the whole thing, you know, on the inside. We do the whole thing. And uh, with as much off the land as we can. You know, that's, that's my plan. Nice. Yeah, that's the plan. You know, nice. I mean, like, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I like this is exactly what I want. I'm be away Love from it. people. I don't want people around me. Still do the show, maybe, whatever, if you're still around kicking. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the psychic prediction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, you'll be around. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, wheelchair, but you'll be around. And, uh. <laughs> here comes the sport. Here comes the apple. <laughs> But yeah, so that was my weekend. It was great, nice. uh, and uh, they were great uh, hostess and hostess, and they and we had a great time. And they're uh, just uh, a wealth of knowledge. I wish I could have spent more time there. So, in the future, we'll go back. Nice. Speaking of UFOs, there was a UFO guy up at the thing. Really? In Onana. What was his name? Uh, Don't remember. The set no. The uh, sign said Tim and Tom Cornwell. Cornwell sounds familiar. The last Cornwell, name. I think. I think I was talking to Tim. Mm-hmm. No, I was talking. Are they a gay couple? No, they're not. They're <laughs> father son. <laughs> I gotta do that. Or they could be a gay yeah, couple, right. whatever. Or both. Um, Dad was doing something else. But uh, he had a couple of maps. Well, he had, three. he had two maps there, and he had a third map that you could buy a picture of, and they would offer that. But it was basically a map. The two maps that they had there were of New York State and of UFO sightings. And these things were just loaded, loaded with pushpins. Uh, the one map was just black pushpins all over the freaking place. 
and uh, what was funny is that the the one map was just like the western two thirds of Long Island were just covered, like you really couldn't even see Long Island. You saw the very one third end of it near the east, um, and then they had one of the push pins that were they represented different types of sightings, fireballs and whatever, whatever it was. So I found him, I thought it was kind of interesting. He's, he's uh, his dad's more into the UFO thing than he is. He does the paranormal stuff, uh, but helps his dad out. He says his dad very into it. Very uh, gets very detailed into mm-hmm. you know. You'll take someone's book and then just go into like a twenty chapter detail of the book itself and get more you know what was the weather conditions, what was the time, what was this going on, what was that going on. So they seemed, he seemed very interesting. Um, it was just nice to see a UFO person. Because we always have a hard time finding them locally. I got you. But that's about <laughs> yeah, it. You got you. I got you, <laughs> babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> so uh, I think they said they Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they said they were based out of Albany. Well, that's, that's local. Anything within the state's local, trust me. Um, so yeah, it was kind of neat to have have them. Um, since we're on UFO, I don't know if you saw it. There was a uh, a UFO fleet sighted off the coast of North Carolina this past week. Or so. I uh, did not see it this past week. Uh, uh, so I don't remember this. I didn't get too far in the article. Just you know, they had to put a lot of lights out off the coast. Not seem to explain that uh, outer space stuff on out. Yeah. We have discovered 20 new moons. Which brings a total to 60... Or 87. <coughs> 87. 87. 20 new moons around Saturn. 20 new moons. And they're looking for help to name them. So i got to get back on the article and get to the clip. And I want them to name one anvil and one job. That would be fantastic. That would be really yeah. cool. That would be better than having a star named after us. Yeah, it would be. I, I was going to do that for Heather, and if never got around to it. Yeah, it's kind of a, kind of, not not a scheme. Yeah, I don't say how quad quad billion stars stars out there. I almost bought some land on the moon and Mars, and it's there. We got we got land Scott. Yeah. You really? Yeah. Oh, cool. You got like a swamp. You got like a <laughs> you got like a thousand square feet or some shit. Oh like shit! That. Wow. Yeah, like they were selling it in plots of. I don't know. It's <laughs> awesome. Foot square foot. Acreage. This is owned by Andrew. <laughs> yeah. So actually, Alani and I are technically lord, a lord and a lady. So yeah. So whatever. So that was. That means absolutely nothing <laughs> when, the, when the when the balloon goes up. Um. Oh, uh, let's see. I. All right. So, I had sent you a. Or you had sent me that. I sent something back to you. Um, there seems to be a new trend of eating people. Yes. Uh, yes. I think the thing you sent me was down the guy from Switzerland or someplace or wherever. Yeah. Wherever we're democratic socialism seems to be working fine that they're eating their own citizens. And then I guess it's been a big thing with uh, AOC at some town hall meeting yeah. where some woman says they should be eating... A progressive kid, 18, 19-year-old. Eating, eating yeah. their own babies yeah. to... 
help reduce climate change. And I'm not sure how the two connect. <laughs> all I know, all I know is that I believe the movie Soylent Green was set in the year 2020. So <laughs> I need to go back and watch the movie to be sure, but I'm pretty sure the date in Soylent Green was the future date, and this is 1973. Wow. Was the future date of 2020. Hmm. So that may be coming more true. Charlton Heston may, uh, may know more what he was talking about back then, but for all you don't know what Soylent Green is, please look it up. It's too. Daryl, let our people go. <laughs> Olaf did that pretty good, actually. Yeah, make an interesting montage of Charlton Heston stuff. Uh, Soylent Green is people, in case you don't know, so. I, I don't know why they think that's going to reduce the carbon footprint. Well, it's not just reduce the carbon footprint. It's to uh, increase the food, uh, food supply on the planet um, so there's less hungry people. So if we eat more people, <laughs> they won't be as hungry. <laughs> I understand the math. I guess we reduce the population a little yeah. bit. Yeah, well, and that's what I mean. It's the math. A, you're going to reduce the carbon footprint because you're, you're going to be eating some of the people, and then you'll keep the rest of us alive because we're, we got fresh meat. Um, yeah. So, that's um, uh, pretty far out shit. Yeah, yeah, so, I don't know if we're going to go down. That might have been half in the bag when I wrote that, but it's true. Well, uh, <laughs> but I'm sure that guy wasn't half in the bag when he wrote it, <laughs> no, so. No, um, Yeah, so that's just crazy. Uh, China, a lot of stuff going on in China. Oh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in China. <coughs> So, so why don't you you bring it up and uh, I will comment. I'll bring it up and I'll, I'll watch start. the episode. So, night. so it's been going on for a few weeks now. Is that uh, while while we got people here, we got Antifa demonstrating how much they want socialism. We've got all these kids in China doing just the opposite. The Hong Kong. The Hong Kong. They're 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 running around with American flags. Yeah. Wanting, yeah. wanting democracy, wanting they freedom, public. Yeah. things like that. So uh, a couple of funny things I heard, I saw today, that uh, apparently there's a park, the South Park episode yes. that's been banned. I would think all of them have been banned in China, but I guess they haven't. But apparently this one oh, yeah. was was South Park enough that it got itself banned from China. Yeah. You said you saw it? Yeah, I watched night? it the other night. Should it be banned? Uh, in China? Ban- well, yeah, in China's <laughs> system, yeah, I can see why it'd be banned. Okay. You know, so, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. You know, so, long story, you have to understand South Park just a little bit to get the episode. But uh, Randy is selling marijuana now. He is illegal marijuana. Right. Him. So he goes to China because he gets to open up the market, right? So he goes, with a, he goes with a suitcase full of fucking marijuana, you know, into the airport in China. And what do you think happens when they open the suitcase? Well, Randy gets hauled off to a... <laughs> You know, to a prison in China. So he gets to see, you know, how the Chinese treat the prisoners. And it's not a, you know, he's, he's watching, you know, people alive having kidneys removed <laughs> to be sold by the Chinese government. That's a moment I saw the, You know, one guy's not, you know, not saying how much he loves the Communist Party enough so they shoot him in the head right in front of Randy, you know. And so, I mean, like, it, it's little stuff like that. And, you know, Randy's given a card, you know. You know, making a pledge to the communist China leadership and this other business. But anyway, long story short, so um, uh, Winnie the Pooh gets dragged into it and Piglet and, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Mouse, as he's called, was actually Mickey Mouse, but they call him Mr. Mouse, he wouldn't get sued. But uh, so Randy, at the end, to make this a long story, he makes an agreement with the Chinese government. You know, and uh, basically he is commissioned to take out Winnie the Pooh. So he ends up 
strangling Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's a fucked up episode. <laughs> Sounds like it might be. <laughs> so, what's really... And I heard this just on the way over here. It was on the news. So, all that stuff's going on. They're protesting. They want freedom. They want... You know, they don't want to be cabin So, the owner of the... I want to say Houston Rockets basketball team. Tweeted out some kind of tweet that was in favor of the protesters in China. And I guess everyone lost their effing mind. Sponsors that deal with China lost their mind and were pissed off at the Houston Rockets. The NBA was pissed off because they go over and play in China all the time. Right, right, right. It's like, well, I guess that's North Korea that's Dennis Rodman's second home. But yeah. Over there, yeah. you know, yeah. it's yeah. over there. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're all Eat those real tall guys or the real short guys. Makes them feel great. So everyone's pissed. Players are tweeting out. We love China. You give This guy tweet out in support of people seeking freedom. And they they basically put him under so much pressure that he retracted the tweet and apologized. That's ridiculous. Why should anyone, any American, I get it, you, you deal with China. Trump deals with China all the time, but yeah, it doesn't, doesn't bother him to kick him in the nutsack every now and then. <laughs> he, just, he just slapped more terrorists on him. The other day. <laughs> I know he did. Or to Friday, there's like a ton more shit out of him. I know. Um, why would you make someone that was supporting freedom, supporting people that are trying to become democratically free, and make him feel like he's in the bad guy. I just, I just don't. It's, it's the, it's. The, I mean, I get it, I get it, and I don't get. It. I get it because that's the way the mentality is. The brainwashing. Um, in America. But I don't get why. What was basically U.S. policy up until the Vietnam War? Ever. World War II was about the Nazis and stopping them. Korean War is about communism and stopping them. Even the Vietnam War is about getting in and communism. Well, I mean, it was more to it than that, but that was the that was the cover. So we were born and stopped communism. So up until the 70s, it was all about stopping communism. And now we can't even tweet, hey, we support you guys that are risking your lives to protest your government. Well, and, you know, and I, I don't get it. Yeah, and you look at, uh, you know, a, a lot of these kids today uh, that don't understand what freedom is, and they really don't because they're brainwashed by, you know, our socialist school systems and our socialist colleges and these idiot professors um, who've never worked a fucking day in their lives. Um, you know, a lot of these kids, uncles, great uncles, uh, in most cases, their grandfathers at this point served in Korea and mm-hmm. served in Vietnam, um, fighting the tide of communism. Um, I think Vietnam, we probably shouldn't have been there, um, regardless. Uh, Korea was definitely the right call. Uh, I think MacArthur was right. Should have just dropped the bomb on China, you know. Um, Truman was a pussy, and that's just the way it boils down to. Um, but, uh, 
Well, I mean, what happens? See, people, no. people, don't even know, people don't even know the history of Korea. And, like, I have done extensive research into how it all started. And this is what happened. The Chinese government, right, this is what happens. First, the, the guy that wants to run Korea, all right, he's like, he goes to the Chinese and says, look it, I'm a rebel. I want to take all this shit over. Will you back me? All right, and I'm, I'm going to condense this. And so the Chinese go, oh, good idea, you know, uh, Mao Tse-sung. And he goes, I'll go talk to Stalin. So he goes to Stalin. First, Stalin says no, because he doesn't like confrontation with the West. Right. No, 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 no. So then, a little bit goes by. Finally, they get Stalin to say, give the okay. But he goes, on this condition, though, he goes, I'll, Stalin, I'll supply you with MiGs, I'll supply you with weapons, but I don't want to come back to Russia in any way. Because he doesn't want the Soviet Union. He doesn't want to deal with right. America. Truman. So, okay. So, they launch the offensive, sneak attack, motherfuckers, okay, push us all the way back to the ocean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right back to the ocean. Until we got everybody involved and jumping in there. We pushed them back, all right? And then, after we're kicking the shit out of North Koreans, the Chinese jumped in. That's what happened. Then we get pushed back again, then we brought them back. Okay? So, it was back, see back. Okay, so we get to the 38th peril, all right? We're pushing them right there. Finally got them to the bargaining table. But before that happened, MacArthur goes and says, you know what? Let's drop the bomb. We are this close to dropping the bomb in like a bunch of cities in fucking China, right? And Truman's like, oh, God, no! Jesus, no, 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 no! Truman knew that Stalin had a hand in it. Mm -hmm. So Truman didn't want a confrontation with the Soviet Union, which goes back to what Patton had preached at the end of World War II. Mm -hmm. We have the army here now. We can take what's left of the German army, combine it with ours, and we can kick the motherfuckers all the way back into Russia. What had happened? No one listened to Patton. Truman, again, pussy. Didn't listen. Eisenhower, pussy. One of the worst presidents in history, by the way. Pussy. Didn't listen to the one man that had the idea of what needed to be done. So where are we are today? So 50 years, they take over half of Europe. Mm -hmm. Just bulldoze it. Take it over, right? 50 years they have control over these people and destroy. Just people's lives are destroyed. Generations are destroyed. Bankruptcies. Destroyed countries. Okay? Now, the Soviet Union finally collapsed. Okay? But we still have motherfucking Russia. Right? Yeah. As a superpower. This would have never happened. We wouldn't be living in this reality right now if we would have kicked the motherfuckers right where it needed to be done in the beginning. I don't know how we got here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you, did you ever see Back Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield? Yes, many times. Great movie. So he's in the he's in the history class with Sam Kinison. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to put the video up on the website. Yes, we do. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And he asks Sam Kinison asks him, "What was our mistake in Korea?" He's just screaming, just screaming at Rodney, <laughs> and Rodney just comes back, just what you just said. Truman shouldn't have been such. Or, Truman shouldn't have been such a pussy and <laughs> loud pan to push him right. Yeah, it was just too fun. Yeah. I gotta play the. I got. I'll yeah. put the clip on. Yep. That's all I can think of when you're talking. I wasn't laughing at you. Right. No. I no, just no, run no, that no. scene through my head. No. And Mac I'm like, same kid. Tell me, tell me. Well, MacArthur pushed back against Truman. He oh, basically yeah. called him out. And what happened was, you know, Truman dismissed uh, dismissed MacArthur yeah. as the uh, the head of the uh, Allied forces. Uh, the cost MacArthur. Um, 
that and his any idea of ever running to be president. He couldn't run it. He knew. Uh, he had a mistress. He was married, but he had a, uh, a Japanese mistress that he was banging for a year or so. That would have came out in the press. But uh, so he was done. So he could run now. If he, was if he wasn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead, so he had to run as a Democrat. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know we get to this, but we were talking about China. There's funny things happen in China. Uh, the fact that uh, an American can't tweet. That's how we got thumbs up, yeah. thumbs up to That's the right. to the communist kids that want want freedom and democracy in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, right. without our our national heroes, our basketball players, our athletes, doing no rational shit about it. Now, didn't someone make a prediction a little over a year ago that there would be demonstrations oh, in yeah. China? I, I was it I me? I it was know. me on this show. I it was over a year. I think it was sooner than that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, now you're there. Yeah, and I knew it was coming. It's going to get worse because I said it would be over um, economic. Yeah, that's things. what the and that is coming. They are hurting. That's why they're so close to the bargaining table now. Because mm-hmm. they're they're really people don't realize China is really fucking suffering right now. They have no clue, but it's going to get really bad. And that's when you when the shit's going to hit the fan really soon for China. Their currency is really going to take a hit. It's coming, and they're going to be begging. They're going to be at the bargaining table. Trump's going to have his dick out on the table, and the Chinese are going to be taking turns sucking it. That's what's wow. going to come. So, that's a, yeah. By the way, this is not a kids show tonight. <laughs> Not that it ever fucking is. That's why all ours are explicit when they yeah. put them on the phone. We should do a shot. I think you ready to do a shot? Yeah, let's, uh, we're going to do a comparison <coughs> between Yukon Jack, Jack Apple, and Jim Beam Apple tonight. So first... All right, let's do the Yukon Jack first. We're going to use Yukon Jack. Because I have faith in Jim Beam being I'm, smoother I'm, than Yukon Jack. I'm going to say that we should do this in memory of uh, a partner. Yeah. And Patton. You tell me if this is an evil uh, level because I have no idea. I can't tell my eyes are even bad and stuff like this. Yeah, you're good. Finish it. Got a nice apple smell to it. Right. Actually, uh, does it. So I'm saying to uh, yeah, uh, Patton and General McCarthy. Oh my god. That is so good. That's not bad. I can I can actually pour this out on a female body and lick it all day. That's female body. Well, I'm myself in trouble. Yeah, because she is. Mm. I like it. Woo! Yum yum yum. Right, that's not bad. You can jack apple. Not bad. Yep. Not bad. Yeah, uh, that was a little bit smoother than I thought. Uh, give me credit. Yeah, it's good. I stuff. it a little bit more rough. Love apple jack. Apple jack. <laughs> so. One of the things I want to talk about tonight, uh, paranormal-wise, is, and I hinted at it in the, earlier, is that reality TV, and I know you don't watch the reality TV. No, I don't watch any crap like that. Anymore. It is just, it, in, in my opinion, it is doing a huge bit. Reality TV paranormal shows are this decade's version of professional wrestling. I would agree, and I have some knowledge of this. Because <laughs> because it's it, it's really it's it seems to be all set up for the entertainment, all set up for the ratings. We watched 
we watched two programs this weekend. First one was they did a live paranormal extravaganza investigation in Salem on the Travel Channel. The Travel Channel has a lot of these shows on it. And they took a lot of their Travel Channel paranormal superstars and then uh, they were also promoting their own shows on Travel Channel. But they set them up in different locations in Salem and they were doing different things. And um, it was live, which was even funnier because none of these re reality TV paranormal shows are normally live. It's usually two, three days of filming. They take the best 22 or 44 minutes of footage and try to slam it together. So if there's something, if there's a gap or something stupid or... It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. You know, you'll, never, you'll never see it. So a couple things that really, again, think of there's heavy objects and there's a lion throws into the television, usually socks or empty cartons or whatever. So one of the things they were doing, oh, they had, there's this, there's this, oh, God. So there's this paranormal show called Ghost Brothers. I don't know if we've talked about this. So there are three or four African-American gentlemen that are paranormal investigators. And uh, they're men. They're, they're males. I think they identify as males. But they, they get scared and they scream and they run around like little girls. <laughs> That's first prop. Um, so show. Dynamite. Well, no. well, I'm sure he could be one of them on there. The way he freak. It's it's like what it's, you about with this? It's like the Jackson Five meets Scooby Doo. Okay, they're Run running. They're running around. Shaggy. <laughs> they're running around from the ghosts and the monsters. So the Ghost Brothers were on, and uh, they were doing things. They were getting all freaked out. Every time something happened, they'd be freaking out. And they, they were doing a Ouija board session with a paranormal, and this, they even wrote this on the television screen, a paranormal expert. Paranormal expert. And I know you've been here when we've had these conversations. Oh, yeah. yeah. How much the community hates the word expert. Expert. Yeah. God forbid you call yourself an expert in the paranormal. Because that's just asking for a castration. <laughs> so this guy is a paranormal expert. I had never seen this guy before. I think Lonnie might have recognized the name. So doing a Ouija board session. And the black folk are getting freaked out by it. Then they did a sensory deprivation Ouija board session. So they got earplugged in. They got masks on so they can't see. And it's him and one of the other brothers doing this. The one guy who's a paranormal expert is actually kind of going into like a little bit of a trance. You can see him right. starting to space a little bit. But that's what he wants. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Right, right. So all of a sudden, the other two brothers are freaking out. Oh, no, look right. God, God, end it now. Oh, no, Scoop. flip the table where the Ouija board is. They're trying to grab him and haul him back away from it. It's like, this is just getting good. What are you doing? What in the? fuck are you doing? So, the Ghost Brothers, not good. Bad. Bad. Very bad. Bad. And again, I'm sure we might get a little hate mail on this. B-E-T-T-D. Well, <laughs> because I always thought the name of the show wrong. 
I always thought that she called us show spooks. <laughs> oh, folks. Oh, God. Where is AOC on that one? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maxine which which actually out. is kind of funny because in one of the episodes they were down south and they had a medium they were working with. So the medium's talking about what she's seeing and she actually goes, there are a lot of spooks in the room. Oh boy, here we go. Oh God, said, oh God. Alani goes, Alani's <laughs> like, I swear to God, she said that on live TV and they left it in. I'm like, that is fucking hysterical. <laughs> So anyway, so ghost birds were poised. So then they bring in two individuals that are witches or Wiccans, whatever name they were going by, that run a traveling oddity in Supernatural Museum. And I've heard the names. The, the names I, I've heard the names, and they they're fairly well known. Um, but their plan was to go into one of the buildings and create a sacred circle. And then in the middle of the sacred circle, they were going to draw a, oh, I always say this word wrong, a sigil. And a sigil, sigil, sigil. And basically that's just like a, it's a symbol or a sign that's supposed to it's like Chinese writing means hope or prosperity, whatever it is. So you write your sigil, uh, sigil, sigil, sigil is how you pronounce it, actually. So you draw your sigil, and it will invoke that energy, blah, blah, whatever. So they were excited to do this because not only would they have the people inside the circle energy, right? but they wanted everyone at home, because this was a live show, they wanted all the audience at home to be focused on that as well. And feel free to draw their own sigil, sigil, and blah blah whatever. I'm thinking that doesn't sound safe to me. Everything I know about what we like to say is normal in the paranormal doesn't sound safe to draw all these. First of all, they're not in your protective circle. So if the circle is meant to be protective, you can't you can't say that these people at home or in your now, protective circle. I hate to say this, sir, but are you an paranormal expert like these people? Uh, I am I am not an expert. Apparently, I am not because uh, I would never have gone this route. Um, but I, until I see it, I rarely believe it. And we, we know that. Yeah. I, I am I am a expert skeptic until it's proven to me. Uh, our boy Chip was there for this, too. Oh, really? Chip Cole? Well, that's, that's a funny thing. That's I love funny Chip Cole. So Chip's like, what are you doing? Huh? What? <laughs> so I think, and it, was, it was, and it was live, so like, Chip wasn't like, what? What are you going to do? Yeah, right. What are you drawing? So this whole thing goes on, and Dr. Howard pulling all the energy from the audience. We've got a million viewers, blah, 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 blah. And finally, they get to the end of it. Where's all I talk about just breaking the circle, and then that would end it? You get it. You gotta stuff Pandora back in the box. You gotta do something. This is. But it's at the end. I said, like, I love live TV. I love Chip and this one. Chip's like, uh. What about the folks at home? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
PT, excellent. Uh, what about everyone at home that was helping with this and is watching and drew their own skills? What are we doing with them? What are we doing with them? <laughs> they cut something out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What are you doing with that? <laughs> the one person. The you one. know? Right. So, uh, it was about ratings. It was about highlighting these shows. Um, no one was given a fuck about no one was giving a fuck about things that we try to teach out in the field about not bringing things home with you, protecting yourself, you know, all these things that if you open a portal, you got to close it. If you open a door, you got to close it. Yeah, go ahead. I get it. And, and it was funny because it kind of correlates with the Sasquatch stuff. Because the worst thing you can do as an investigator. Bring a Sasquatch home? Oh, no, no, oh, I agree 1,000% about that. <laughs> no, Henry and the fucking no. Hendersons taught us that. <laughs> no, is to, uh, to fake evidence, like fake mm-hmm. a footprint, you know, that kind of stuff. That is so, like, it's, it's, it's the cardinal sin, okay? Right. And when I did that pilot TV reality show, you know, everything was faked. The sightings were faked. The footprints were faked. Everything was faked, and it was... I remember just being so discouraged. You know, everyone was getting paid at the end of the show. Me and Heather didn't take any money because we were embarrassed. We were absolutely embarrassed to be associated with it, right? Just embarrassed. We were both praying. I remember we were praying going home. And I was like, please, God, please don't let this get picked up. Please, Lord God, I do not want to be on the series. Don't let this pilot get picked up. I mean, like, I was that concerned that, like, we were going to be part of something that was 100% false and fake. Well, <laughs> and I'm not see this is why they hate the word expert and that's why everyone in the field talk about it. I'm not gonna say this stuff was fake. I guess maybe I have, but I'm not that's not my that's not my intent. My intent is saying there are things that are have been cardinal rules, okay, at least for the time I've been doing it, which is six years. Well I've been doing it longer. There are there are kind of cardinal rules that you don't that lead to problems. That's, problems lead from Ouija boards because you know they don't close. They don't say goodbye. They don't close the Ouija right. board portal. Problems lead an investigation because you don't tell whatever's there that it has to stay. You you can't invite a million viewers to get involved by, open up by opening up portals <laughs> and not give them a clue on how to shut the fucker down. Well, and that I think my my I guess what I was trying to uh, right. tie into was the reality TV shows right. the reality on the goat. They do the same thing. Yeah, they it, do. It, it's all fake. They it's do. all bullshit. You know, if you, people are watching it, that crap, it's crap. That's what it is. It's it's what Angle said it is it is wrestling on TV. There are times they're all ghost wrestling. I guess whatever. You adopted a cricket? No, it's one of the dogs' footprints on the wood floor above oh, our heads. Sure. No, that's a dog. Really? Yeah. Click, 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 click. The nails. There's a new show out that just came out with this whole October thing called the the Holter Files, and Holter is a was an uh, an investigator back in the day, back in the '60s. He was he came out shortly after Ed and Lorraine started doing their thing, but he wrote like a ton of like he's got like 120 books. Um, he he was using a medium before anyone thought medium should be used, um, all this kind of thing. And they've, they've 
they're going back through his case files and revisiting locations. And I will say, we were watching, it was brand new, just started this week. And uh, I actually have seen a chunk of evidence that was kind of neat. I mean, obviously you could disprove by saying someone was just standing outside. And they, but you really couldn't because it was a thermal camera. They had a thermal camera aimed at a window that was a window like in a, a closet space. And as you watch the window, you can see handprint materialize. <laughs> and that's all you can see. So you couldn't see, he seems like a face behind it, right. or you couldn't see another. All you see is like from the wrist up handprint materializing go hot on this window. Hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but as a rule, you're absolutely right. Um, so this whole Salem Live thing was just, they never stayed in one place long enough to really look at evidence or see what they were getting. It was just hopping around. They're running other things. They're just doing stupid shit. The next, the next, and this person is a detriment to the, to the, to the field, <laughs> is Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins. He sounds like something out of the fucking Hobbit. He, he, well, yeah, he, think about the name. Well, he sounds like something out of the Hobbit. Yeah, he's not a Hobbit. He's, he's yeah. a real tall Hobbit. No, I know who he is, but I'm just saying, he, the name. It's like something out of fucking D&D, you know, so, Dungeons and Dragons, you know? So, Zach's new thing, at four parts series of the month of October, is... Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, Bilbo, Bilbo's <laughs> thing is they are tracking down four serial killers and investigating either their home, town home, or their childhood home, or whatever. So the first one he did was H.H. H. H. Holmes, who has been basically stated as being the first American serial killer. I don't know if you're familiar with H.H. Yes, H. Holmes. Yeah, but I watched the documentary. So... H.H. H. Holmes' big thing is he built a yeah, I hotel, I'm sure you do, yeah, a hotel that was basically uh, dead ends and dropways and he gas was, pipes lead into the room. He was notorious to... for not paying the people who actually oh, yeah. did oh, yeah. the he was, manufacturing he was... and building of the location. He would fire them. Saying they were doing shoddy work. Oh yeah, he was not paying oh, yeah. son of a bitch either. He could he could have been yeah. one of Trump's relatives. Yeah, he could have. Oh, wow, maybe. Yeah. So, uh, do they go to the location where this hotel used to be? It's post office now. Do they? No, they go to the, to the home of one of his victims, a young boy. And that's why they do all their. That sounds like do. a Catholic priest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. And they do an investigation there. The boy and his two. I don't know. Whatever. So, if that wasn't bad enough, that wasn't bad enough. So it just so happens in this home, this home is owned by a woman, a woman that identifies as a child. So the first thing you see is when Zach's talking to this woman who's a homeowner, she is in a Shirley Temple kind of kind of dress with the pigtails, and there's a big crib in her room, and there's and there's the 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 the, the, the rubber puzzle pieces on the floor that make a like a, a safety mat, and yeah, so. As if this show wasn't having a hard enough time with credibility, now they got this adult child 
uh, Jeff, you just, I, I want to say you can't make this shit up, but obviously someone is because they, they come up with these programs. Um, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I don't know what to he do. He just, people, people sit there and wonder why it's, it's so hard to get any kind of credibility in this field. There you go. And then you got these Hanyaks running around. I mean, just, just unbelievable. And like I said, that was a common theme. And I won't say specifically who said what, but of the people we talked to, there was an underlying theme of reality TV has gotten so far away from reality that we don't even really like to associate with them anymore. Oh yeah, I would never. You know, um, I would never get involved in a project again. You know, never, and it's just ever, like again. Jesus. Unless like someone that I really respect um, was involved. You know, right. if it was a UFO thing, it had to be something like you know Stanton Friedman, who's like the godfather of UFOs, right. like nuclear physicist. You know, his credentials are longer than my arm. You know, PhD, blah blah blah, nuclear rocket technology. The guy is a fucking genius. Someone like that for UFOs. And for Bigfoot, it would have to be, you know, it would have to be, uh, you know, the, the professor there, you know, that uh, archaeologist, not archaeologist, anthropologist professor, you know, someone like that, you yeah. know, in the, in, in the Sasquatch field. And I just can't think of his name right now because I'm getting old and I'm getting forgetful. Yeah. But I mean, someone like that. I mean, like someone who really, you know, has a list of credentials, you know, who's, who's not going to get involved in themselves in something, you know, that they know is going to be bunk. Um, I do want to talk about our ghosts real quickly in my little household, uh, which has been verified for your lovely wife. Your ghost, yes. Um, I have at least one. I think there's more than one, but there's at least one we know of. And uh, an interesting thing will happen the other day. Uh, It was, I think it was Saturday morning. Uh, We were getting ready for our day. And Heather started yelling because she couldn't find her hair beads or shit, whatever the hell women use. (laughs) It was right on the, it was right on the, you know, the, the washing, or it was Sunday morning. It was right on the dryer. It was right here next to the magazines, right here. And I looked, and they weren't there. And I'm like, look it. The kids may have moved them. I don't know. I did not see them yesterday. They weren't there. I don't know what to tell you. And I turned around, and she was saying something, so I turned back to face Heather. And they were there. sure shit, they were right there where they should have been and i didn't see them and she didn't see them and the dryer i mean the top of the dryer is two and a half feet right i mean come on you couldn't you couldn't fucking miss it there's no fucking way that we could have both missed it none i mean and then i said heather and she turned around because she was facing the mirror when she said it Mm -hmm. and i go there they are and she thought i put them there to fuck with her mind i'm like i swear don everything that's holy i had nothing to do with this that was Really just happened. Yeah, they go on every now and then. You know, that was pretty far out. And she got mad because, you know, and because she's realized what happened. She goes, that goddamn ghost takes my keys, which they do. They take my keys, too. They hide shit on us. They hide our glasses, her glasses. Different shit they hide. Things I need to find, like my wall when I'm fucking panicking. I got to pay a bill. It disappears. The guy thinks it's funny. Okay, that's great, dude. I'm glad you're having a good time. Um, Once you go towards the fucking light at this point. (laughs) So anyway, no, yeah, I go, sorry. No, yeah. And I, I want to talk briefly uh, exactly. about my Washington Redskins, which I predicted that Jay Gruden would be fired this year. And guess what happened today? Well, they're what, 0-5, right? Yep, Jay Gruden got fired today. Yeah, imagine that. Um, and here's here's the bad thing. Okay, this is, 
This is why I hate the Washington Redskins, and I'm a huge fan since the fourth grade, and I can't stand Washington anymore because Dan Snyder, the owner. So, uh, was it last year or the year before, they got rid of uh, most of the head office. And one of the guys had been there for at least 15 years. Mm-hmm. Well-known, well-loved by the players, and a lot to do with all the trades. Anyway, uh, so two weeks be- before his firing, all these stories came out where he was a he was an alcoholic, and, and he did drugs, and, you know, oh, he wasn't here today because he was out drinking all night. So all these rumors were flying out of Washington, D.C. Imagine nice. that. Character assassination capital nice. of the world. And uh, he gets canned, yeah. right? Uh, Bruce something. I can't, I can't think of his last name right now. So he gets canned. So here we are with Jay Gruden. So two days ago, all over the Internet, here's a video of Jay Gruden out drinking looks a little intoxicated. Oh, he's an alcoholic. He's got to go. <laughs> and bam, today. You know who put the videos out there. You know it was the Washington, you know, franchise oh, yeah. that did it. It was another character assassination. I'm like, you people are horrible. Nothing's going to change with the Washington Redskins until Dan Snyder, the owner, dies. And a new owner takes over and clears the entire franchise of all the shit. It's a, it's a toxic environment. It's not going to get any better. If I was a Washington Redskins player, I would want to trade as fast as I fucking could. I would want out. I'd hurt myself on purpose so I wouldn't have to play. You know, I seriously would. I would hurt myself purposely. Or I'd cause such a horrendous fine, not where I would hurt anyone horribly on the other side, but to get ejected for the season. That's what I would personally do. You know? Or maybe even, in extreme case, go home and, you know, punch the old lady in the face. Domestic, that's an instant red flag for the NFL. You know? (laughs) Apparently, all you gotta do is talk about about China. Right. Say what bad China is. Speaking of smear campaigns and things like that, and things that just mysteriously pop up and then go away, Jerry Epstein. Oh, you remember was, Jerry Epstein? He was there. And he then was, was gone. He was. He hung himself. He was. He was. <laughs> he was on trial. On suicide watch. He was on trial for some. He was left alone for six hours. No, 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 no behavior <laughs> with kids. You, you would have thought he was prime candidate. For Archbishop of Washington, but yep. and then uh, he uh, committed suicide for the second time, and, <laughs> and supposedly did it right this time. Yeah. Too bad they didn't capture it on camera. Yeah, our camera, or there was apparently for, left alone for six hours while he's on suicide watch. How does things like well, that happen? I heard, I heard his lawyer took him off suicide watch. Oh, his lawyer took him off suicide watch. Because ah. felt he was all better because he didn't. You didn't quite do it right the week before. So he wasn't really trying to say. Um, and, and all of a sudden, everything goes away. No one talked about Jerry Epstein. He was going to name all these. He was going to name well, names. The royal he was gonna family was involved. He was going to name names. Yeah, the royal family was involved. He was name names. The, the, the victims have called out one of the princes and Bill Clinton yeah, well, and, Bill, Pipe and yeah, some senators. Yeah. Schumer, you dirty fuck. Um, you know, there's a lot of them. They're sick bastards. There's oh, yeah. sick fuckers. Oh, yeah. And it's you just, know. oh. Yep. Speaking of Schumer. God, he's a piece of shit. Speaking of Schumer. Got it, guys. So there was, there was, I came across this today and I, I sent it to my uh, glass nap page so I can remember it. There is a, there are a couple videos and these are apparently video podcast people that put their stuff out there on YouTube that are firmly convinced 
that martial law is headed our way. And that Trump is going to be the one to impose it. Oof. And Trump's going to impose the martial law so they can gather up the deep state people and execute them. Hmm. Much like what Stalin did. Well, it had, it had, more... that, had that flavor to it. <laughs> had that flavor. I was... I couldn't. I didn't see exactly where they were going with it because I thought they were talking about, you know, the other party being martial law. But um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna impose martial law, uh, suspend the Constitution for a little bit, uh, arrest the Obamas, Soros, Clintons, Schumer, uh, and a bunch of the other deep state folk. Uh, put them in tribunals, and uh, sounds like the sounds like the verdict's already in on the tribunals. So I'm not sure. Well, that's gone, and then just execute for uh, high treason. Yeah, here's a funny thing. There's part of me that would be almost okay with that. Um, it was suspension of all the civil liberties. I see. I have a very, I have a twisted view on all that. That's it, well, it fights my my libertarianism. You know, where libertarians yeah. are very constitutional. You know, states' rights over the federal government. So it fights that side of me. But there's a side of me who's very Trotsky-like in a way. Yeah, but you it, know, it, as much as I'm okay with. Executing Soros and Clintons and some of the other deep state people. Not sure if I want to give up my gun to do that. You're saying that's eh, a trade off, Andrew. Yeah, give up the guns if we're going to execute these people. I don't think, uh, even with martial law, though, I don't think that uh, there's any way. Well, I would I hope think, they would have more to do than worry about me and my. Yeah, there's no way for know, them to track all that. I, that would never, I don't think. So, I mean, that would be but, such uh, a I momentous. Say, I, I can see where that might be. It might be a thing. Momentous undertaking to take arms from, you know, all, I mean, it was about 397 million or 2.9. <coughs> I can't remember this. Those are crazy fucking numbers. Like three times our, it's three times our population or oh, some yeah. shit like that. So it would be almost, yeah. There's, there's 300, there's, 350 million Americans, yeah. 340 Yeah, there's, there's, there's more, actually more guns than there are Americans. Right. But not every American owns guns. Right, exactly. So that's just, but it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a huge amount. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is a huge. So, so that, that's out in the, that's out in the internet. That, uh, and this guy goes in, I didn't watch the whole thing, but he goes into a very lengthy video, video cast on why he thinks this. So I may have to watch the whole thing. I may post it onto our page so I don't uh, we talked about the meteor shower next week in the moons. Um, White Castle. And you've never had a White Castle, from what you indicated to me. Uh, I've watched the TV series. It's really kind of awesome. The White Castle? You ever heard of it? Or The Man in the White Castle? Man the, the Man high. in the High Top Castle. Okay. Jesus, White yeah, Castle. Jeff's had a shot, if anyone can yeah, tell Jeff's, Yeah, we haven't got to the second one yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> White Castle out. is a fast food chain. Yes. Don't, I've never been there. Never been there. No. So, it's not really a local chain. Although you can buy it in the grocery stores. Now. I hate people, so I want to go. So, White Castle is notorious to be the the 3 a.m. stop during a weekend drinking binge. You go in a 3 a.m. and half hammered, you order. And they are little square burgers. They're probably 2 inch by 2 inch or 3 inch is by 3 inch. Is it run by midgets? No, they're not. Okay. They, are, they are probably the original sliders. They're about the size of a slider. They're a hamburger. It's a thin hamburger on an oversized bun. And the hamburgers have five holes in them. Rumor is that the five holes are where they shot the horse before they made the burger. Hmm. 
So White Castle is kind of that place you go to drink. Well, you would go after drinking to kind of settle that late night. I got to get something to eat because I've been drinking all night. So they're gonna, they're finally gonna tie it together, and then White Castle is gonna start making beer. Hmm. I can only imagine what this stuff's gonna taste like. I don't know. I have no. Concept. I don't know. I don't you have no new generated by White I Castle, but you know. So how about my Kirk Cousins Vikings? Woo! Football. So my new team, by the way. What, which team? Vikings, man. Oh, you want to the Vikings? Yeah, they uh, they kicked the shit nice. out of the New York Giants uh, this week. Did they? Yes, they did. Which was, I mean, nice. predictable. Um, I have uh, I have been going uh, as into the uh, the Super Bowl on oh, well, not the Super Bowl, the playoffs as a wild card. The Vikings, that is. I think Green Bay will win the division, but uh, I think the Vikings could pull off a wild card this year. And uh, make well, they were appearance. in the Super Bowl last year. They were playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. No, no, they did not make the playoffs. Vikings. No playoffs. Nope, they did not make the playoffs. Yeah, because they played. Uh... No, they did not. Yeah, Kirk it... Cousins has only has been the quarterback the year before. The year before, right, was it? You missed the whole season. Yeah, you missed the whole season. It was Jesus the year God. before. Okay. Yeah, and uh, funny thing is, is the quarterback that was at the Vikings went to Washington, and everywhere this quarterback's been, by the way, Haskins name is the name. Every head coach has been fired. Everywhere this guy's gone, every head coach has been fired. Happened with the Vikings. Nice. Happened to the place he was doing with the Vikings, and this happened to Redskins. So. Uh, this guy sucks balls. Uh, apparently. Yeah. So apparently. Well, Colt McCoy is running the Redskins now, <coughs> and he sucks too. So. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that's my foot down. Football rundown. Uh, the Patriots, uh, as I predicted before, uh, I think I did it anyway on the show. Uh, they're looking to get – oh, the head coach is looking to get rid of uh, Tom Brady. He wants to start his, uh, his new protege uh, that he picked up in the draft. All right. Um, yeah. And I did predict uh, that uh, – um, Manning in, uh, at the Giants uh, was a goner, even though he was starting the season. Uh, they they drafted that kid for a reason to bring him along and be the new uh, franchise quarterback. They wanted Manning gone. He didn't take the hit. Uh, he's gone now. Of course, the uh, the quarterback they just uh, drafted is now the quarterback for the New York Giants. So uh, I, I got some stuff right lately a lot, actually, yeah, yeah. on my predictions. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, many more to come. Many more. Many more. We are pulling out. Uh, did we talk about Syria pulling out of Syria? We did. We did. I don't remember. But we it are. It was on our list. We didn't talk about it yet on the show. Okay. So, Syria pulled out. Yep. Trump says enough of these silly wars. Yep. That's right. And um, leading up to the Turks. Yep. It's on Turkey. Go in there. Do what you can do. I guess there's some bitching that it's going to be the curve, the Kurds. Yeah. That's going to be unfair to the Kurds. I don't know what that means. And, um, it's an ethnic group. Yeah, I get that. Okay. But, I don't care whether we're fair to or not at this point. <laughs> um, and everyone's saying it's out of the blue he made this decision. No, he's blue. been putting the hints out there yeah, for yeah. a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, and you, in the, you know, in the election lead up, you know, when you know Clinton was all about Hillary Clinton was all about the no fly zone. You know, Trump Trump saying no, that's a bad idea. You're asking for World War Three. Trump is intelligent enough to understand that Syria falls within the Russian sphere of influence. It's in their backyard. We shouldn't be anything to do with Syria whatsoever. And Obama made it worse when he said, here's the, here's the line in the sand. And Syria jumped over the line and said, hey, there you go, motherfucker, right there. And then Obama did nothing. 
Said, oh, it did nothing. Let me redraw that. Maybe you didn't understand you can't how the line works. That statement and then do nothing. That's you, you just can't do shit like that. So anyway, uh, Trump was right. Get the hell out of there. Uh, he's been pulling out of Iraq. Uh, he's going to pull him out of Afghanistan. Uh, but something's coming. And I said, I said, a confrontation with Russia is coming. It's going to get very tense. It's going to bring the world to the, the you know, the, the deal, brink. The brink. There, oh, this could be it. This could be the World War Three. It won't happen, but it will bring it to the brink. Um, I said that we will station troops in Israel, which I think is coming. It hasn't been announced yet, but it's coming. Uh, but I'm pretty sure now that I'm looking at the, the way the map is flowing, this could have something to do with Iran. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. The trade deal is coming with, um, uh, let's see, it's a Middle Eastern country, uh, Pakistan. Um I, I predicted this before. I said a Middle Eastern country. I didn't know what it was going to be, but it'd be a trade deal of um, one of a kind, and I think it's be Pakistan uh, because Trump had a couple of weeks. No one saw it. No one pays attention to the little things he says. Just, you know, he's in the middle of something. Is right. Well, what do you you know? And he said something about Pakistan. And I'm like, and I just picked up on it. I'm like, that's a trade deal. Whatever trade deal we're working out that no one knows anything about is with Pakistan, and it's one like we've never done before. It's with Pakistan. Probably something to do with terrorism. They're probably tied to terrorism. But that's, I'm telling you right now, it's Pakistan. So you're going to see something about that soon. Right. We just finalized the trade deal with Japan. That's done. Yep. South Korea's done. Yep. NAFTA's done. You know, Democrats got to sign off on it. But everything everything he said he was going to do, like, it's trade, almost done. The only thing that's left is fucking China. EU's done. Now he's working on China. So they're going to come blowing his dick. Excuse my language. I should have said that. They're going to be uh, coming, rubbing his head or something, or begging yeah, on their knees. Okay, we'll leave it at that. The EU. So, yeah, the yeah. EU. Britain. Britex. They're gone. They're going to be out. I don't like this. It. It, 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 it's just ridiculous. I, It'll be no deal. It's going to be an instant, and it's not going to hurt Britain at all. No. And, in fact, we're going to sign a huge trade, in Trump's words, a huge trade agreement with Britain after this is all said and done. I guarantee it. Well, it's funny as you see a lot now posted that uh, it, if it's almost like a lot of the Brits have taken a lot of the American memes, memes and substitute the American flag for the British flag, yep. and you see you see almost a very ultra national uh, mindset with the Brits now, and they realize just how fucked their country is with. All the migrants, all the Islamic people in there, all the Muslims in there, setting up their own areas, setting up their own systems. It's crazy. And they can, they're able to tie in the, the gun confiscation of Britain. They're able to tie in all the cameras on the, every street corner in Britain with the immigration. You know, join the, UE, the, uh, the EU and then the, the flood starts. Mm-hmm. Then the guns go away. Now we got cameras on every street corner. You know what I'm saying? They're in their minds. The Britons are finally getting there. Like, holy shit, we did this to ourselves. Yep. We allowed this to happen. Yep. Enough is enough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I. I just found it funny. I, I see a lot of things. And I had to take a second look. Well, that's not an American post. That's a. It's a, it's a UK post. Jesus, that that guy's sounding like a. 1776 all over again <laughs> over there, you know? So, uh, so yeah, it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see and watch as other sections of the world start to move 
closer to what we what we used to be, we're moving further away from what we used to be. Yep. It's, uh, and, and no one's putting two and two together to get four. Well, we got one man in the office who's pushing in the mm -hmm. right direction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, our local former congresswoman is going to run again against the progressive, new age Nazi Democrat that we have in office now. Uh, what's his name? That little piece of shit. Oh, uh, Anthony. Something. Binder Biddle. Yeah, he, something or other. He's one of those progressive, new age Nazi ones. Um, he's got to go. So Claudia Tennant. Tennant. Claudia yeah, Tennant. Yeah. So uh, hopefully. Uh, we can get behind her and get her back in the office and get back on track in this country. So it'll, it'll be a hard battle because, it's, unfortunately, our state's gone really far to the left. It has gone far to the left. We need, yeah. we need to fix it. Yep. So the first step in fixing this thing is to get rid of Donald Lopardo. I couldn't support you more on this, Anvil. Uh, I knew this was going to go this way. So one of the first things we need to do, I think, we need to show up at and this is across, and again, if if you actually feel this is a bad idea, I need you to please email me. This, is, this goes out to all our 19 listeners. <laughs> 19 listeners. At LTIA Radio Show at gmail.com. That's Let's Talk It All, LTIA Radio Show, all one word, at gmail.com. The first thing we should be doing, and it, it doesn't cost anyone a dime. Doesn't cost anyone a dime. Doesn't cost doesn't cost taxpayers a dime. We need to push for term limits across the board, state and federal levels, at least to start. Get out to your get out to your political rallies, get out to your political parties, and put it out there. Put the question out to the candidate. Will they support term limits if they're elected? And if they say no, find another candidate. Absolutely. Make them sign off on this and make them explain why they won't sign off on this. Doesn't cost them a dime. It's not tax increase. They can't say, well, it's going to raise your... Make them, make them, make them convince, make them commit to it. And I just want to point out to all the listeners, if you do this, um, please remember the automatic response that they've been trained to give you is, we already have term limits because we have elections. So make sure that you know that is the answer is coming, so have a rebuttal. Have a rebuttal. The, then say, if that's true, why don't you repeal whatever the, the amendment is that says the president has term of two years, or yep. four, two terms. Two terms, yep. If, if, if it was important enough to put that restriction on the president of the country, why can't we put that restriction on our politicians? At other levels of government. Yep, every level. Every level. Every level. Federal state. It's a fucking dog catcher. Federal every state. Yep. First of all, Cuomo should have been gone. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Piece of garbage. Should have never ran yep. for his third term. He's going to try to run for a fourth. Yep. And anyone else would be better. We'll take our chance with anyone else. But this is visible. But on Senate and Congress, let's, let's focus on those. State elections, get out there, whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian, get them to commit. Get them to commit to term limits within the first six months 
that they take off. And how is your good friend Donna Lepardo feel about that? I have no idea. She's I been in had, office what twelve years. I haven't had a chance to talk to her. I think she's been in office. And 12 I would, years. I would put twelve years. I, I would put them to twelve the, I would, fucking I years. I hear you. Not my friend per se. Lonnie's <laughs> quit getting me in trouble. Anyways, term limits. Let's, we we need to start with term limits. Let's get that pushed through first. If we can't drain the swamp, at least let's put a cap on how, how long the swamp stays at the current level. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And not just terminal, but you need, there, there's, it, it sounds simplistic, but it's not, because it's got to be terminal that's done right. First of all, this whole, once you're a congressman or a senator, that's your pay for life? No. I'm sorry. That's got to change. Yeah. That's a rip-off, man. That's got to change. The healthcare system is unbelievably generous. That's got to go. You know, things have got, things have got to be restructured to make it more realistic. You know, and truly, the one percenters are really the, the politicians at this point. They're the one percenters that are really the ones oh, yeah. benefit from everything. Uh, like Maxine Waters. I mean, Maxine she's only Waters? been a congresswoman for what, one or two terms, and she has a 3.4. Oh, no, Maxine Waters? Yeah. Oh, she's been longer than that. Really? Well, she's got a 3.4 million. She's been a long time. Really? That long? Are you sure? I'm pretty Anyway, sure. well, she has a $3.4 million house. How's that happen with being a congresswoman? Nancy Pelosi. She's been a long time. 23 years, I believe yeah. it is. Makes, as Speaker of the House, makes $230,000 a year. Has a net value of 240 million. Yeah, something's very wrong. Something's wrong. Something's not right. Yep. Um, very, very wrong. So, when I say term limits, it's not just get them to commit to, okay, I'm only, I'm only going to be in Congress for two years or two terms, but then I'm going to retire and collect 193000 every year. No. No, 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 no. When you turn 70, you can collect your Social Security. Yeah, it's like everybody like else. Like everyone else. Yep. It's, which is based you on know. a percentage of what you made in your life. <coughs> so. Your normal income parameters. And again, that has, that has all the impact on them and none of the impact on you. Why won't your candidate support something that's good for the people? And on that, we should do a on that, on that note, we'll uh, do a we little Jim Beam apple. Jim Beam apple. Here we go. Ooh, this might be a little... This smells really good. <coughs> I like Yukon Jack a little bit better. Yeah, I'm surprised. I expect the beam to be a little, a little better. I think Yukon takes the one I think Yukon won that one. I think Yukon won that one. Yeah, I would definitely buy it. I'm a beam man, so... Yeah. So uh, you kind of got that. You kind of oh. the winner. You got Jack Apple. Oh. You're getting your apple apple mm. flavored alcohol. Jumping Jesus. You got Jack is the <laughs> apple flavored alcohol endorsed by Let's Talk. Look at all. So uh, enjoy, enjoy. Um, yeah. So I just want to put that out there. I think we just need to start with one simple thing that you can get the ball rolling. If we can get and then hold them accountable. But you know, if they if they campaign and say they're going to support it, and then don't get their ass out of there when election time comes. And, and folks, it's not just at the state or federal level. You see, you see at your local level too. Like I can take the perfect example here in Justice City. 
we had a mayor that was our mayor for about 15 years, maybe even longer. Uh, we'll call him Harry. That was his nickname. And uh, Harry signed an agreement with our local firefighters, which are all paid, uh, making them the highest paid firefighters, not just in New York State, but the entire nation at the time, um, with excellent health benefits. Um, in fact, the lowest paid guy still makes $75,000 a year as a rookie. Okay. Um, I obviously, as a taxpayer, as I say, had a problem with this at the time. Um, we try to get it eliminated, try to get them reduced in force, but because of courts and the power of the union for the firefighters, we were unsuccessful. <coughs> you know, it's funny, I was over in Vestal over the weekend, which has got a higher population in John City and much more you know, retail businesses they have to look out for, and it's all volunteer. All volunteer. You know, and uh, they're hiring or holding a, uh, a benefit, you know, to raise funds, which I gladly donated to. Um, and uh, it just got me more pissed off when I went back to JC, you know. And uh, I have now the nasty habit because I drive by one of the fire stations every day coming and going to work with my window down. Oh, and if I see them standing around a fire truck, I, I, you know, a fire truck, I start yelling to them, you know, hey, you're on my dime. Start moving, motherfuckers. You know, I start yelling. And, I, and it, it's, it's disrespectful on my part. I realize that. But at the same time, I'm pissed off. We don't need it. They should be gone. We should have a volunteer. I, I would volunteer. I would I would do it. No problem. All my extra time. I would make the time. I would be a volunteer firefighter. And uh, it can be done. You know, Old Forge, Pennsylvania. Old Forge, Pennsylvania has a larger population than John City. My uncle was the fire chief. Volunteer. All volunteer. This, what we have, we do not need in JC. I'm certain we don't. We simply do not need it. See, and I'm gonna I'm gonna beg to differ. Um, I live close enough to JC. I drive through it all the time. I drive around it all the time. I see, I see what your population is like in JC, and I don't think, I don't think you could do a volunteer force for fire department. We we had seven fires last year. How, what I do don't you mean? Care. And no, wait, before you get to like all the drug overdoses, that's not done. No, no, by no, no, wait, no. wait, wait. But the, the the response calls to heart attacks to different medical situations are done by the volunteer, volunteer system. Yeah. yeah. So why do we need a firefighter force? Why? Tell me. Because I don't think you get. You are wrong. I'm not got, wrong. Vessel's got a higher population. It's got more businesses to protect. Yes, it's, it's got a higher square footage. To, 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 to take care of. How can you it's, say? It's got a higher population of more respectable, mainstream families that make up. Oh, you're making this a racist issue. I'm not making it a racist issue. You, are, I, I, you know what? I right, so here we go. No, actually I actually am. You know what? I am. He's going to the black card. No, I'm not going to the black card. I'm going to the black card. No, Here's I'm the race I'm card. I'm going, here it goes. Animals bringing out the race card. <laughs> I, I just don't see, I just don't see JC being that volunteer Oh, now I think I understand your, your point of your. I just don't. I get it. I know where you're going now. I get it. I didn't think of it in that terms. You're right. I didn't think about what you're saying. It's like Vessel's been, who would you? Vessel's been volunteer everything. Ambulance right. fire. They were they were volunteer ambulance back in the seventies. Right. When it was just a fucking <laughs> station wagon with a light on it. Right. And 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 young kids just. 
picking them up, throwing them in the back, and getting them to the hospital. What you're saying is the the citizens of Justice City don't give a fuck. Would it wouldn't be volunteering to be part of and take the training that would be necessary to be part of that volunteer? Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay, now I get it. Okay, that makes sense. That's a that is actually a legitimate. I don't don't see the citizenship of Johnson doing that. Right. You know, and here's a funny thing. Since we're on that subject, I'll give you that point. That's actually a great point. So, years ago, we had the vote. I voted no to dissolve Johnson City, by the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it came down to one vote. One vote decided Johnson City's fate. Did you know that? It came down between yes and no. One. It could have been my vote. Then you think that was even possible. Yep. One vote. Okay. To dissolve Johnson City. I'm not making this up. This is an actual historical fact. I know. So, today... A vast majority, because they changed it, where at one point you had to live within, I think it was five or ten miles of Johnson City, okay, in order to be on the police force or the firefighter force, you know, that kind of thing. I think to be mayor, you still have to live in Johnson City, which, thank you, Jesus, that's the way it should be. The problem now is, though, a lot of these guys who want to keep their jobs, if this ever came up again, they've expanded it. It's like 50 miles now or 30 miles, something ludicrous. You don't don't have to be in Broome County anymore, I don't think. In order to be a JC firefighter or a JC cop, which I think is ridiculous. And it's not because I think they live too far away, but if you want to protect your own job, you want to be in the voting area, you know what I'm saying, where your future can be decided with a vote. If we would have dissolved, you would have been out of a job. That's what it boils down to. Goodbye. Goodbye. You know, and like, you see. To me, it's illogical for these guys to think it's a good idea to live 15 or 20 miles away. That's stupid. What are you, stupid? You know, live in the area you're part of. If you don't, go join. You'll be over there. Fine. But don't. I don't know. I think I think we made a big mistake in Johnson City by allowing the relaxation of these rules and changing them to benefit because so many, you know, hey, I don't, I, you know, I got a family. I want to grow up in the country. Okay, that, good for you. Then go join the Wego Police Force. Okay, I know some of these people. Or no. go join the Indicop Police Force. I know some of these people. Some of these people are high. They're high up on the list. Maybe even uh, maybe the chief who, you know, was a, a friend of mine. Maybe he lives in Vestal. Okay, great for you. Become a Broome County Sheriff or become a Vestal Police Officer. You see what I'm saying? I, I have I a problem. I have a problem with this. I, I actually, this is my bigger beef than even the firefighters is this ability to not live in the city or the town <coughs> that you represent. I, I think it's ludicrous. I wish I didn't do all those videos when I was younger. I'd run for mayor. I like the mayor. I like oh, the not the mayor. It's the police chief. Uh, police chief. He's Sorry. awesome. He's a great guy. Oh, okay. No I, no, no, I wouldn't be. I couldn't be a police chief. No, no, I've right. been arrested before. <laughs> you know, no, I can't. It's, it's I think it's been a sponge, um, but I don't know. I'm like Bill Clinton. It may be there, it may not be, I don't know. It's funny. I guess I guess the the, the thought that runs in my head is there's a uh, there's a YouTube video and it pops up every now and then on Facebook just for shits and giggles. Uh, older black man and a younger black woman sitting on, you know, the the Mike Douglas couch having an interview, things like that. And uh, she's trying to defend uh, affirmative action and the point that there is systemic racism in the United States. That's her side. The older black guy's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. 
<laughs> you need to explain it to me. She goes, what do you mean? He goes, I, I don't see it. What do you mean? How is there, how is there, how is the race? Again, he's like, you're making yourself to be a victim. Right. So, you know, did you use affirmative action to get into, you know, UCLA, wherever you went? And she goes, well, yeah. And he goes, weren't you good enough to get in on your own? She's like, well, apparently not. I was disadvantaged. Well, how are you disadvantaged? And then she made the comment that her dad went to Harvard. And he goes, well, your dad went to Harvard. He goes, there wasn't front of action your dad went to Harvard. Yet he was able to get in. <laughs> I'm assuming if he went to Harvard, he was able to be a good provider for you. You know, what... You know, so this kind of, you know, he was, right. and um, the part I, well, one of the, I found a lot of it funny, but the one part I thought was funny is that he, he basically is like, we make our own mess. He goes, I used to live in, I can't remember what neighborhood he said it was. He goes, but when I moved into that neighborhood, he goes, I was the only, probably one of the only black people in that neighborhood. It was predominantly white, it was predominantly, it was a nice neighborhood thing. He goes, but then... Then the white people moved out. Then the other people of color moved in. He goes, I got out. He goes, they came in and, and turned it into a slum. He goes, I got out. I moved to another white neighborhood where it was nice. He goes, these people moved into a nice neighborhood and then just destroyed it. Goes, so explain to me how that's the white person's problem. And... This, this thing, I, it's about a 15 minute long video clip. I gotta put it on the site. Yeah, you should put it on the um, But he just, he just like, I don't. If you thought that way, you know, why, why would you go there? Why would you, why would you go to a school that doesn't want you? Why wouldn't you just go to a school that's gonna give you a good education but accepts you for who you are? Right. Um, you know, in both Ron Paul and Rand Paul, um, Ron Paul being the father, Rand Paul being senator. Uh, Ron Paul was a congressman who ran for president three times, and Rand Paul, the senator, also mm -hmm. ran for president. Uh, agree with you 100, uh, which they took a lot of flack over. And but their argument is this: when you separate people into segments, into groups, you are being racist. That is a racist act to begin with. That is the whole idea yeah. of racism. When you separate people into groups, oh, that's yeah. a lesbian. That's racism. That's a gay guy. That's racism. <coughs> I'm a black guy. That's racism. You know, and the, the whole idea behind them is we're all Americans. We're all humans. We should have all the same basic human rights. I mean, this is just stupid. It's dumb. This whole the, the whole thing with affirmative action is beyond stupid. Well, one of her things was that when she went to college, there was no black union at the college. There was no Asian, or the Asians had their own union. This. But there was no black union in her college, so she feels disadvantaged from that standpoint. <laughs> and he's like, was there, was there a white union? She goes, well, yeah, the whole college. And I just started laughing. And he goes, he goes but why? Why, can, why couldn't there just be one union for the students? And, and isn't this, isn't, he goes, isn't affirmative action trying to bring people together? Yep, that's what it was. You know, so he just—he just an old guy. Doesn't his his temper or his tempo? His yeah, yeah. You want to get rid of that? That's there. Yes. You want to go? You want to go blank on that tape, Nixon? 
Um, yeah. Um, it always stayed the same. You're just like, I don't understand. If they didn't like, why would, were, were there not good schools that were run by blacks? And well, yeah, well then, why wouldn't you go there? Why would you go where you're not wanted? Exactly. Why would you? And I guess such a I thing. I mean, I can see, I can see both sides of the argument. You know, well, that's like saying, you know, why did you go to this diner? You know, because they don't want you at that diner. So why would you go to that diner? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and um, I have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just. Uh, no, no, sure. We going down this rabbit hole. I'm not even sure this. I'm not even sure this conversation started. <coughs> yeah, yeah, a little. No, I sprinkle this just won't go off. Yeah, that's what you say now. <laughs> um. So, anyways, so we are. Let's talk it all. We are. Let's talk. We are. It let's all. talk it all at www. Yeah, well, there's, there's some things we let's, can't talk about. Let's talk it all. Some serious shit. Jesus. <laughs> Spy movie going on right now. It is a bad spy. Let's talk it all. That You can find us on Facebook at Let's Talk It All. You can find us on Twitter, and I've been more active on Twitter lately. And we are at, at LTIA Radio Show on Twitter. Email is LTIA. Let's talk it all. LTIA Radio Show at gmail.com. Again, LTIA Radio Show, all one word, at gmail.com. Um, it's a good thing we don't have a YouTube channel yet. We don't have YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Hey, look at this. Yeah, that's. Why's he burning that? Why well, not burning anything? So, uh, so Jeff and I do this podcast. Yes, we do. Um, I jump on every now and then under Radio Free Amble and do my own thing when yes, I he does. I feel the mood, and then a lot of just start doing one on the Phoenix Files, and we are all, all of us, are on Pod. Bean.com. Podbean.com. Podbean.com is our new server. And, uh, I didn't know we even changed the server. We did because it's incredibly simple. This is, I, I wish I'd known about these people years ago. I would have switched them years ago. Um, simply click upload and it does. And no, no major hoops to jump through, no major bullshit. Uh, I have analytics where we've only been on them for two weeks. And Murray starts to get uh, statistical data, and uh, we are we are officially officially have 16, 16, 16 listeners. <laughs> sixteen listeners. That's awesome. We have and I want to say I appreciate every one of every you one of you. We love you guys. We love you. I know a few of them actually. I know whoever you are in California, the Lexus. I hope you keep tell your friends. Yeah, get them listening. We must and, be big hits. And the wherever process. wherever the two <laughs> others are, it's in the United States someplace, but it said other, so I'm not sure what the fuck that means. Uh, the two that are out there in other land, <laughs> we appreciate and love you too. The other thirteen that are here in New York State, uh, I know we, who they are. We love you. I know some of them. We love you. We love you. Uh, love you. I know. I know. Right before we switched from uh, from uh, our old server to the new ones, I think we had three listeners in Germany. Hey, hey. Right, or I had three listeners in Germany. I don't remember which. We had German German listeners. Uh, if you look at our website, uh, I get I get some statistics on that. And uh, sometimes we have people all over the globe sign into our website, which is too funny. And uh, actually, uh, when we were let's uh, let's 
Ghosts. Let's talk ghosts. We actually had some Ukrainians. Oh, did you? France was a big one. We had Ukrainians as well, and I think it was because of my last name. Uh, Could be. You know, so. So, Did I tell uh, you about my my Asian neighbor? I did. uh, Last episode, right? Yes. It's not what we just burned, is it? No. Okay. No, no, no. So, uh, yeah, so um, we're, we're getting out there. We're getting out there. Um, not even through the month yet. We've already got 13 people happening. Hey. I'll take it. I'll take it because, you know what? My 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 gurus at Three Fat Guys, Three Fat Nerds, threefatnerds.com, who, is our, who are my new podcast gurus. When I have questions, I talk to these guys because they were at the Robicon. And they were also up at the thing in uh, Oneana. Oh, shit. That's and cool. uh, very helpful, very... Insightful. Well, we um, thank you, gentlemen. Thank they, you very much. They they come out and tell you if if you get ten listeners when you start out, you're doing good. And, and granted, we, we we didn't we're not just started out. We've been at this for a couple of years now, but we really haven't taken it too serious. No, we haven't. Well, it's my fault too. I, don't know I mean, you're, like, like, I don't you've know taken it way more serious. I mean, uh, you're like really involved with this. Yeah, but then I don't. Know, man, we really haven't. And then I'm supposed to do all this research. Serious, I'm serious, president, serious president of the world. We really haven't been committed. Yeah. I don't know if we're ever serious with this because it's fun. If you listen, I want to have fun. Like I go back and listen to our podcast, and I crack myself up. I crack. We crack. I, you you this, know, they crack I, me up. I look at the show crack me up. as like when I used to date. I like we say, we say shit. Fun. And I'm like, did right. we really just say that shit? Yeah, we did. We did. We did say it. We did say it. Yeah, it is too funny. Yeah, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde. We did it. We did it. So, um, you know, we we talk about it all, and there's no format. There's no. It was funny, one of the things the Three Fat Nerds say is, you know, you get passionate about something. And I think we're passionate about a lot of things. We just... Jumble them all together. It's jumbling them all together. So, like, today's, today's, today's cast is... I know we didn't stick to one thing, then move on. We talked about something, did something else, moved back, talked about something else, came back into... And that's so, what it's called, let's talk about. So, if you're here just for the paranormal stuff, um, I'm sorry. You're going to have to listen to the whole thing because we kind of mixed it in. Uh, if you're here just for the political stuff, same kind of message. Uh, we're going to have to say sorry. We, we just kind of all mixed it in. Uh, we, we try. We try. It doesn't always happen. In fact, it rarely ever happens. And but we try to we try to get them grouped. Like the first right. hour we're going to yeah. do this. Yeah. Next hour we're going to do that. Yeah, we kind of um, check back and forth. But you know what? We're talking. We do, we do say some funny shit. Yeah, we do. Uh, and I have we, actually we say, not busted on my ex-wife. No, I don't think to show it all. We, we, uh, we say some offensive show. stuff maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh, all I can say is, uh, I won't say we're sorry per se. No, this is my but, wife. But it's just got it's it just in. Bang! Yeah, bang. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's two of us talking in a basement. We got a laptop and a bar. Mind you, we got a laptop. We got a microphone. We got a bar. We got alcohol. Um, we have model trains. You know, if all we have is thirteen <laughs> listeners, then God bless those thirteen listeners. Uh, because we're doing this for the fun. We're not doing it to monetize the program. We're not looking for no. advertisers, per se. Yeah, you know, um, so we don't care. And, well, not that we don't care, but we don't. We, 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 we are unapologetic when it comes to the show. Absolutely. Um, I'm pretty sure there's something we probably should apologize for over the last three years. Uh, remember, folks, and, uh, this I don't is think we for have. entertainment purposes It is for entertainment purposes only. And Do not take anything serious. And as always, no one should ever listen to this show. And, and if we have singled out anyone that is not a public figure, 
uh, might I say the word allegedly? <laughs> yes, right. Or are or are, or, is she, or are you is or is she or yeah. is he? Yeah. Um, again, uh, I don't tell you. You just suck it up and deal with it, Buttercup. Um, so yeah, so we are kind of the fringe element. We talk about everything. Yeah. Talk about everything. Don't um, it's about that time. We, we've got some good, we got some, yeah, it is about that time. So we're going to wrap things up, and I'm going to, and we got to come up with an ending. Yeah. we got to work, we at, we gotta work on an ending. Yeah, we probably should plan out the show next time, too. Well, take a few minutes. That never really works out well for us. Actually, we did okay a couple of times. Yeah, no, we had, well, we can handle yeah. it this time. Yeah, true. Just got to remember to bring them. Yeah, I got to bring my notes. notes. Oh, where I put them. I know I brought them. I think where I put them. Two years off my um, All we can say is be true to yourself. That sucks. Be true to yourself? Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, it's just that's kind of what we can't do. Well, it is. There's probably more to it. But don't, don't give a fuck. Like, don't, don't change. What are you doing? Determination is the driving force that determines I thought you, I thought you saw a ghost behind me. Success. <laughs> I did. That's Dale and Hart behind you in oh, the picture. Yeah, I'm reading. Determination. Dale. Get off the wall, Dale! Is the driving force that determines success. Yeah. That's your guarantee. So, all right. So, we're taking, <laughs> taking wisdom from a dead guy. Great. All right. So, NASCAR, no less. I don't think we've ever talked about NASCAR. Oh, we will. Oh, we'll write that one down. All right, NASCAR. NASCAR. Great. Yeah. Left turns. Nope, that's it for that hey, show. Hey, South Park did an episode that's, on that That's too. it for that show. <laughs> Left turns. Stay off the wall. Um, we've done some good shows in the past. We may do a best of at some point, or at least reference on those. Oh, that'd be funny. Our, J, our JFK together. show, I think, it was one like of our better ones. To do that. <laughs> some of our JFK show was a good show. That was a great show. Actually, some of our, some of our first shows were really... Yeah. Because we had topics. We were all into topics. Yeah, we were into topics. Talked about eugenics. Yeah. Talked about... We knew our shit. We actually did research. We did. We did do. We, we did, need we to get back into that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, at some point, I might get my nephew down here with us. That'd be fun. Uh, he's a truck driver with health issues, and he is he is right wing as he gets, as you get. He is funny. He is he is a home slice. What you should do is get him down here and then get a flaming liberal down here at the same time. That would be fabulously fun. I would be totally impartial. Yeah, that might be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete's funny because Pete is like, Pete is like, Pete was raised on the whole Eminem rapper, that's the music of my life type thing. So Pete's got that whole. Street, street vibe to him. Where do you refer to himself as the other day? Did some video, called himself the obese Jesus. Oh, the obese Jesus. I'm the obese Jesus, he says. So, uh, you would think he'd be a liberal lefty. That's actually a great name. I hate to say it. The obese Jesus? Yeah, that may be his name. I'll give you credit there. Call him OJ. 
it's it's damning to me in a way, but at the same time, I find it extremely funny. So, so good for you. So uh, so we might have OJ on the table, but you would think he'd be a lefty, and he's not. He is so far right; it's ridiculous. So uh, hopefully, at some point, his life will get a free Monday, and we can get him down here to chat with us. And uh, be me, Jeff, and the obese Jesus. Be a good time talking talking shit. So he's always nervous about what we're going to talk about because I need to research it. Uh, oh, yeah. If we know what we're talking about, but a lot of times we don't. I said, That's how it was. Let's like talk. I said, you, you need to bring something to the yeah. table. Yeah. Bring a topic you want to talk about. I think yeah, he was, and just throw it out there. I think he was going to talk about, um, I want to say it was something about all the fake politics or something yeah. going on. Something. Something about that. But uh, anyways, it'd be fun to get the obese Jesus down here with us. And, and he'll get a kick out of them calling the obese Jesus. OJ. OJ. Call you OJ, the obese Jesus. Good deal. For you guys don't understand the OJ reference, look it up. Yeah, it's going to say it's not going to be in some people's mindset due to their age. So. Yeah, it's tough. And South Park did a great episode on that, too. South Park does a great episode. They, they, seriously, like, all the stuff we talked about, they did an episode on That's amazing. You know, I mean, Cartman's in this little well, Bronco. They do them. Police are chasing them. It's hilarious. It'll be fun, because I'll... I'll Next few days, I'll start looking through Facebook and stuff, and a lot of the crap we talked about today will start popping up. Popping up. Now, I don't mean stuff that we that that's been popping up already. Oh, like the bar. The bar I go to. Excuse me, I'm the yelling folks. I do apologize. The what? The bar. Oh, the, the bar. bar. I go to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Band that yeah. popped up Able, yeah. Thing, you know. So. We didn't talk about Mars. Abel's. Great place. Mars. We didn't talk about Mars. Oh shit! How much time we got? Oh, wait. We, can't we can do it anytime we want. Yeah, we want. Oh, fuck that. Um, Mars. Yeah, so uh, last Did week, it? it was Thursday or Friday, uh, there was an article. Uh, I can't remember if it was on. I hardly never read CNN, so it might have been in Fox. It's one of the two. And uh, it was that uh, lead researcher, uh, you know, for NASA, says that there is an announcement coming soon uh, for life on Mars. Um, so I found that quite fascinating. And they mean microbiology life, but at the same time, it's life regardless, and it proves that life can survive, you know, outside the Earth. Right. I saw that. So. And then there was something else. And there was something else, and then I didn't again. I didn't really read the article, but something about um, Venus. I don't know if you saw the one about Venus, but it was, it was this, this Earth, is Mars. It was very Earth-like at one time, and definitely probably had life. Yes. This is Mars, but um, something about. When we landed there in 63. Yeah, well, that's... 76. And, and someone said, <laughs> that's not Mars, that's the moon, you idiot. 69. And the moon was 69. Right. So I'm not sure what, it was just a typo, or there's something more to the article. But apparently, whenever we landed on Mars, there's something at the tail end of one of the videos that you see something burrowing into the Martian hmm. sand. So I'm going to go back and look at that one again. I'm going to have to look at it too, but I think it was 75 or 76 is when the Viking I want to say 76. So Viking think, 1 or Viking I think it was a big like thing in the, yeah. the bicentennial year that they yeah. had Mars was going on too. Yeah. So, so, all right. So, this is Let's Talk It All. I'm Abel. He's Jeff. And until next week, stay safe. Don't die because you don't want to vote Republican. Oh, wait. Whoa. Oh, you got that I'm wrong. sorry. That, yeah, I said you that. said that. Redo. Shots and you don't, don't get along. Don't, don't, don't die because you don't want to vote Democrat. Hey, All right, that's better. Maybe they might be out to work on that.
Oh, Jesus. My heart must have been, must have been the pacemaker. Must have been the defibrillator kicked in. Maybe, maybe forget. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. And now for the legal jibber jabber. Let's talk to all this for entertainment only. And the opinions expressed are those of the expressors and not necessarily those of anyone else. The First Amendment and the randomly placed phrase or did they is all the legal protection we need to express ourselves in a serious, sarcastic, informative way. A lot of what we know is from the internet, so it has to be true and accurate. So please hate the game and not the player.